Hey everybody, this is Tom Sharpling, and welcome to Best Show Gems, the best of the best show on WFMU. Basically, this is a podcast we're going to do every other week, giving you a uh, bite-sized version of all the mirth and mayhem that goes on every week on the best show on WFMU. So please check out this exciting clip. FMU, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, it's Barry Dworkin. Barry Dworkin. From the gas station dogs. Yes. Okay. Hey, how are you, Barry? Okay is right. I was actually hoping you'd call. Well, I did. I'm glad you did, because uh, I guess if people are not aware who you are... Right. It's uh, the gas station... You are... Your name is Barry Dworkin. That's right. And you are... um, You are... uh, How would you describe yourself as a... Like a, a musician, impresario? Oh, well, yeah, both of those. Uh, songwriter extraordinaire, singer extraordinaire. Um, I front a band called the Gas Station Dogs. Yeah. And uh, I talked to you several months ago, and uh, I think you uh, recall a little bet that was made. I do recall a little bet that we that was made, that, that I you, made with you. That you have, have lost. Uh-huh. Um, Do you remember what the bet was? I think I might have won that bet. Oh, no. I think I won that no. bet, my friend. The bet was yeah. that the gas station dogs would play for a week at Giant Stadium. I think it was six shows. Yes. And, and we did. You did not. Yes, we did. You <laughs> when did in six months, this was this insane bet. First of all, I have to say, you are uniquely talentless. And you sang this song on the show, which was horrifyingly uh, convoluted, which uh, we'll t- I want, I'll talk about it in a minute. But let's focus on this bet. Okay. Um, you. Right. You, you, you bet me that your band, which you were still forming at that point. Right. I was getting some good leads on your show. Yeah, you were looking to form a band, and you... Um, you you were tr- you were very specific on who you were going to have in the band and all that stuff. But you so you hadn't even formed the band, but you made a bet saying, "I will headline or uh, you know, the Giant Stadium. You'll be playing Giant Stadium six I, nights." Yes, I said we'd play there. You said you oh okay, so you didn't headline it, but you're claiming you did it. We did play there. You played Giant Stadium. That's right. For a week. For a week. The gas station dogs. Yes, it it was part of uh, International Youth Culture Week. What what is that? Oh, it's a big festival that they have at uh, uh, up there in Rutherford. Yeah, yeah. Where uh, you know, it's all kinds of kids from around the world. They come into into East Rutherford to to uh, you know talk about their cultures and that sort of thing. And uh, yours truly provided uh, entertainment every day from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. You provided entertainment all last week at the. Uh... So uh... it was like at the the foyer of the stadium. Yeah. See, uh, you're what a. First of all, how did you get that that gig? Oh, well, do you remember my father? Yes, I do remember your. That was part of our bet. I actually re- right. Uh, recall right that we bet um, 
your father's business or something like that? Yeah, he, he's a balloon distributor. Yeah, oh, that's right, that's right, a balloon distributor. So I should pretty much, I guess the bet was that I own a balloon distribution company now, right? Since no, had you won, but you did do what I won. You won, you did not win. I did too, I played at Yankee Stadium. Not a giant stadium. I'm sorry. Yeah, Yankee. I guess and, giant stadium. I, I, I should tell you that it wasn't quite the light up that I had envisioned. Yeah, because you. Were, I have to say, you were uh, auditioning your band That's over the right. radio. That's right. And if you recall, I was very specific. You're very. It was frighteningly specific. Some of the things you wanted were like a keyboard player who had like, well, you know, the, the keyboard player had to be an albino. <laughs> That's right. And he also had to have a, a, a NASA-approved spacesuit. Yeah, a NASA-approved spacesuit. And it was impossible finding a drummer with 1% body fat. <laughs> That's right. You you had it so specific. You had it down to where each guy had to have a specific guitar and That's stuff right. like that. Certain kind of strings. Yeah, just insane, like light gauge right. and Dario strings or whatever you were uh, right. off on. Right. Your, you know weird uh, flight of fancy that you were on. Well, you know, that that lineup didn't actually work out like I oh, said. Oh, that, that's a shocker. So you didn't get uh, a drummer with 1% body fat and an albino keyboard player. No, no I, actually, I didn't get any keyboard player, but I do have a killer drummer. Her name's Little Amy Fortner. What's her name? Little Amy Fortner. Yeah, and where did you find her? Uh, she goes to my uh, my niece's school. Your niece's school, so I'm guessing she's in school? Yeah. How old is, is little Amy Fordner? Uh, she's old enough to rock. How, and how old is that? Twelve. Twelve. Wow. Man. So you, uh, so who else is in your band then? You have a twelve, okay, a twelve-year-old drummer. That's right. I just want to get the visual on this band. This, you were like 4'11", if I remember correctly, and kind of... Dumpy, and I think you had like, uh, like I think you called it a reverse mohawk. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yeah, which is a, a pl uh, like a, you know, a clever way of saying that you're bald, right? Oh well, you know, you could say that, but uh, I like to call it a reverse mohawk, and it's yeah. sort of a, uh, you know, it's by it's by personal statement. It's like screw you, world. By calling it that. Yeah. Yeah. This well, is the. Well, that's fantastic. That's something to really uh, be proud of. Um, so we got her on the drums. We've, all, we've got uh, uh, Roger DeLombretta on the bass. Okay, and, and tell us a little bit about Roger DeLombretta. Uh, he, he's 22. He's been playing bass. Okay, so you have an adult in the band he, also. Yeah, oh, he's, yeah, he's great. He's great. So that was that almost a victory in itself? Oh, well, he, you know, he, 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 he provides the, uh, the boom. And uh, you know he's my right he's my right hand man. He drives me to practice all the time and stuff. And he kind of shuttles me around on my errands. Uh huh. So uh, how did you find him? Uh, he actually is a is a cab driver. Okay, so you have a cab driver in the band also, which yeah. is fine, I guess. Uh, on harmonica, we've got older Lou Parsons. A harmonica? Yeah. I don't, I don't think harmonica was part of your original goal, was it? Uh, well, it wasn't, but but I'm so glad I'm so glad that older Lou Parsons is in the band. Old? Who is this? Old Lou? O older Lou Parsons. Old what? Older. Yeah. Have you heard of old Lou Parsons? Old Lou Parsons? Yeah. No. Who is that? Oh, he's a local blues legend. 
Yeah, and who is older? That's his dad. So, <laughs> so you have old Lou Parsons? Yeah, Lou, man? Old, old Lou Parsons is, is 62. Older Lou Parsons is 90. So, so <laughs> you have a 12-year-old girl playing drums. Right. A 22-year-old cab driver. Right. Who sounds like you're really kind of just using him as a... You're letting him in the band because he chauffeurs you all over the place. Oh, no, that's you got it all wrong. And a 90-year-old man playing harmonica. Yeah. And this is the Gas Station Dogs lineup. Well, you know, it, it isn't quite like the cross between Van Halen and Jimi Hendrix that I hoped it would be. It's kind of more like Jay Giles meets Delbert McClinton. Wow, with a little bit of uh, old skull thrown in, maybe. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it was a band that was children playing. Oh, oh, you're having a laugh at my expense. Uh -huh. More than one, actually. Hey, you mentioned my height before. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I've got sort of an image makeover going. Okay, and what is that? Well, now I'm seven foot. <laughs> How are you seven? You went from four eleven. Yeah. You you gained two feet. Yeah. Right, what did you have a growth spurt? In no, your I, I got mid forties. I got these incredible new platforms. Hold on, you you have platform shoes. They're boots. Platform boots that are over two feet high. Yeah. How can? It's hard on the balance, but it's totally worth it. I, I just. I, to be able to tower above everyone is so cool. How can you even walk in them? It's hard. I'm it's sure it like, is. Well, it's almost like walking on stilts. Yeah, so you're basically wearing stilts that are strapped to your feet. You know what makes it even harder? What's that? The armor. What armor? I, I also wear a, a full uh, outfit of medieval armor. Of what? Medieval armor. Oh, okay. I thought you said arbor for a minute. No, I, armor. Okay, yeah, it's it's that it's that uh, nasal quality. Well, I'm, I'm working on that too. I got that extra cartilage, like I mentioned last time. So why are you uh, wearing armor on stage? Oh, it just you know, it just kind of it 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 shows an air of of authority. Yeah, I'm sure seeing a guy on two foot uh, platform boots and uh, armor. People are really afraid of it. The only drawback to the armor is that, that it's 140 degrees in there. I think they probably are afraid of it because they're afraid you're going to tip over on them. Well, it's either that or the fact that, that it's hard to sing and not throw up. In the armor? Yeah, sometimes it sprays out. What sprays out? Vomit. <laughs> oh, God. I also carry a rat on my shoulder. A, a what? A rat. A rat? Yeah. Okay, the animal, a rat. That's right. He's sort of like my mascot. Uh, and what's his name? Uh, his name is Kermit. Kermit the rat. Yeah. He, you know what he does? What? He eats food out of my beard. Oh, God. That's so disgusting. Oh, it's cool. Hey, i got to ask you a question. What's that? Have you picked out a tattoo place yet? Um, I don't know what that means. Well, if you'll recall the bet, I would. So, you gotta get the lyrics to my song tattooed on your back. Um, yeah, see, I don't think you won, though. I think you're you're perverting the, uh... I did win. 
you got to get the, the words for rock and roll, dreams will come through on your back. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Well, how about this? Yeah, what's that? I'll let that slide. If you help me get on that, that Puffy Combs TV show on MTV, that making the band kind of deal. Sure, uh-huh. You're looking to get who? The gas station dogs on that? Yeah. Okay. And, well, I, and... I've kind of retooled the lyrics. Okay. To, to my song "Rock and Roll Dreams Will Come Through." Uh huh. So it's more, it's more kind of urban. It's kind of like now it has that feel, you know, that kind of music where they talk. Kind of music where they talk. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. You know the kind of music that they where they talk, and it's always on TV, and, and all the people on the Puffy Cobes show do it. They're trying to get oh, that you mean, group. Are you talking about rap? I that might be what it's called. <laughs> yeah, it's called. It is called rap. So if this is news to you, the idea of rap. Well, you know, I don't really follow the new trends. I'm sort of into my own thing. Yeah, so you're just doing your own thing, and you you haven't managed to hear about rap over the last twenty years. Well, I see. I don't really. I, I it's on TV, and I turn it. I turn away from it because I don't get. I, I don't like it. But anywho, did you get those those new lyrics I sent you? The new lyrics you sent me. Yeah. Yeah. I did you did you email me something? Yeah. I'm trying to get here. My email's down. Oh no. Yeah. Well, it, well, here, here's here's the new slant of it. What's that? You remember the original lyrics? Uh huh. It was like Roddy's daddy, daddy saved every penny to buy a new guitar for Rod. Remember that? Sure. Now it's. Roddy's daddy, daddy, saved every penny to buy a new microphone for Rod. So what is this, new, a new version it's of the song? a new version, but it's more, it's more uh, uh, rappy. So you updated it to be like a rap Yeah, yeah the, cor- the chorus now is, so it's still sung, but the chorus is like, listen everybody, rap dreams will come through. The rap is the master, can't you hear it calling you? The rap will bathe you. The rap will save you if you're one of the chosen through. That the dream comes true. The rap dreams will come through. That is terrible. Can you get me on that show? Uh, So you you retooled the song just to to get the lyrics so that uh, they're more rap friendly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... uh, I don't know if that helps you or hurts you because... Yeah, I, I think everything you do might hurt you, actually. Not, not this next idea. Are you ready? It's already in motion, so you can't stop it, okay? Yeah, okay. I can't. I won't. I won't stop it then. Are you ready for the Dworkin Young Battle Royale? The Dworkin Young. Yeah. But first of all, let me say, anybody who's listening, this is uh, Barry Dworkin, who uh, who uh, was trying to form a band on the show, the Gas Station Dogs, a few months back. I had a bet with him that he would. Uh, he claimed he would headline uh, Giant Stadium for a week within six months, or uh, you know, or he'd he'd give me his father's balloon business. And now he's kind of welching on the bet, I would say. And uh, so, what is what is the Dworkin Young Battle Royale? I'm going to go. Were you aware of that tour that, that happened there this summer, Sandy Hagar and uh, David Lee Roth? Yes. 
Well, this is just like that, but it's Barry Dworkin versus Neil Young. Barry Dworkin versus Neil Young. Yep. Okay, and this is an actual tour? You say the wheels are in motion on this? It's going to be next summer. It's the exact same concept. The same concept as what? The David Lee Roth, Sammy Hagar shows? That's right. We we uh, we flip a, a coin at the, at the beginning of the night, and we pick who's going to headline, who's going to open and then we each go out and do our set, and then at the end, at the end, we, we do we do some songs together, kind of like a battle of the bands. Okay. So the two of you go up and you do a battle of the bands. That's right. Yeah, that that sounds horrifying uh, on about a hundred different levels. Now, how are you getting Neil Young involved in this? Oh well, I've been sending him faxes. Uh huh. So how is it in motion already, then? Well, I've been sending him faxes telling him that I want to do it, and that I think everyone wants it to happen. That everyone wants it to happen? Yeah, but he uh, so far, I think he's chicken. So everyone wants to see you? So, uh, feasibly, they would go to a show, and potentially, you're, you said you're flipping a coin. Yeah. They could go and then end up seeing you, uh, Neil Young come out, play a set. Right. And then say, hey, Barry Dworkin's on his way out. Right? Right. You go out, you do a set of how many songs? You only had one. Right. So you're... Well, I'm the, I'm pro- I, I was going to write some more songs, then I, I figured, you know, it's never going to get any better than that one. So I, I might just stop writing and just maybe go out and talk and just kind of tell people everything I know about everything. And, uh, you know... I could say what I, what what everyone wants to hear in one song. It's not my fault that that guy has spent you know thirty years trying to say what I said in one song. Oh, so you pretty much are saying you've beaten Neil Young at the Rock game, then? Oh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah, see, I would say there's nothing but doubt about that. Well, so you're wrong. So you're saying your one song, Rock and Roll Dreams, come through. Rock and Roll Dreams will come through. Rock and Roll Dreams will come through. Beats everything that Neil Young's done. I don't. I, I think everybody would uh, would agree with that. And look, I'm not going to pull any punches on this tour either. He's going to get the full uh, br- uh, brunt of my my force. You know, he's been on my list since uh, 1974. Neil Young has been on your list. What my list? list? Your what list? My S list. Okay, I understand what you're saying. Your S list. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Why? Why has Neil Young been on your S list? Well, or? back in 1974, I was I was at a two guys store. Yeah. Uh, over at Newbridge, it's not, it's not there anymore now. I think it's an Arthur Treacher's, but. Uh, I was I was buying some hubcaps and, and lo and behold somehow he he came in the store. Okay, Neil what he was doing in the area, but uh, he wouldn't sign my hubcap. Neil Young wouldn't sign your hubcap. Yeah. Back in the seventies. That's right. So he's on my list. Yeah, and so, wow, yeah, that that that. So does he have any idea about him being on your list? Well. He must though, because uh, uh, do you remember that that album uh, Russ Never Sleeps? Yeah. Well, I saw him on that tour, and I threw the hubcap at him. Okay, did it hit him? Yeah. It Where? hit him in the neck. 
<laughs> you hit him in the neck yeah. with a. So you hit Neil Young in the neck with a hubcap. Yeah. And now, now, you're. Uh, you're so this is something that's just been brewing inside of you for decades. Well. It, it, it's brewing inside because I, I was, uh, in effect, banned from the Garden State Art Center for life. <laughs> because you threw a hubcap at Yeah, him. and hit him in the neck. Yeah, well, that's that's not surprising. Well. So you, uh, so you, you're trying to propose this tour. What, you, you actually don't think this tour's gonna happen, do you? Oh, I know it will. You know Neil Young's gonna give you his summer to co-headline. Oh, I'm sure. I think it will. I mean, he he's just afraid. Uh, you know, he's never really had to open for anybody before. Yeah. And he know he knows that if if he opens for me, that everyone's going to forget about him. Uh huh. Yeah. He's never had to open for anybody before. I don't think so. Does he always headline? I guess so. Yeah. So so he's going to go. What does he stand to gain by this, though? Oh well, he. Uh, you know, he'll he'll make uh, if if it happens, all those dwarf maniacs are going to end up maybe buying one or two of his records. All those dwarf maniacs. Yeah. Yeah. How many how many dwarf maniacs would you estimate are out there? Oh, I don't know. Billions. Millions. So there's millions of people who are fans of you. Oh, I think so. Dwarf maniacs is. Uh, is, uh, what, what did you just say? Dworkamania. Dworkamania? Yeah. It's uh, it's sweeping the nation. And that's sort of where you come in also. Okay. Uh, I want you to narrate this this documentary we're making. Uh-huh. Just about my life. Okay. You want me to narrate a documentary that you're making about your life? Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to say no right now. Well... Can I tell you who's who's on board? Sure. Uh, have you heard of Morgan Fairchild? Yes, from the Old Navy commercials. Well, she's going to play my wife in the documentary. Right. I've got this elaborate, elaborate uh, lovemaking scene all blocked out. Oh. It's really sensual. My wife is actually sewing her some lingerie as we speak. Your actual wife. Right. I got married. Congratulations. Her name's Carlene. Congratulations, Barry. So you... Did you ever go to the beer bar to Newbridge? The beer barn? Yeah. Uh, I've been past it. Yeah, that's where she works. That sounds like a very special lady. Now you, uh... How can you cast your wife, recast your wife in a documentary? Well, Carlene's not terribly photogenic. Uh-huh. What does she look like? Um, have you ever seen that movie, uh... Uh, uh, that James Codd was in where he gets his, his ankles smashed by that hag. Misery? Yeah. Yeah. Looks like that woman. I thought you were going to say she looks like James Caan. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I think he's pretty good looking. Yeah, but he's, uh, he, he's not a woman. Well, that's never stopped me before. Well, I'm not saying it should Wait, or what, should. What did I just I, forget that? Okay. Yeah. We okay. Can forget that. that. But it's not even about that. It's about um. Yeah, it's about you making a documentary on your life when I don't know what you're trying to prove by it. Well, you know, once the record comes out, and uh, uh -huh. this thing will be in the can, and it'll be. Uh, you know that band U two? 
Sure. Well, they had a special on the other night uh-huh. about their whole deal. And, uh, you know, the, this will be the same thing. I guess it'll be prime time, too, when the, my album comes out. Uh-huh. So you'll have a prime time special. Yeah. So you're really kind of counting on a lot of this stuff happening. Oh, I guarantee you it'll happen. I'll bet you it'll happen. Yeah, just like you headlined um, Giant Stadium? We did, t- uh, 10 a.m. to 11 every day. That's not a, No headliner has ever played at 10 a.m. Right next to the pretzel uh, pretzel machine. Yeah. No, again, you didn't headline it. You're nitpicking. I'm nitpicking. You're, well, you're completely fantasizing about things that didn't happen. Well... Do you even have a record label? Uh, working on that. Uh-huh. Remember a, a, a label called Zero Hour? Sure. Now yeah, they've been kind of inactive recently for the past, like, six years. Yeah. But I think they're coming back, and I'm going to be their, their, their number one siding. Have you been talking to them? Uh, no, but uh, I could just sort of feel it. Oh, so you're almost just pulling this out of thin air. No, no, no. Wow, I don't even know. This is just... Well, how about this? Yeah, what's that? I'll bet you that I have a primetime special. Uh Uh-huh. By Valentine's Day. A primetime special on television. Yes. I want to make sure I have this straight. On television, right? Right. Not, um... Not on, like, uh, cable access. Right. On, like, a network. Right. Okay. Now, uh, what are we betting now? Because that bet, uh, I, I'm, I'm ready to pretty much claim ownership of your father. No, you stuff. lost. You lost. But, but as a gift to you, I'll let you de- decide uh, the stakes. Uh-huh. Um, I would say for the stakes, you, how's this sound? You are forced to uh, have both of your hands removed. Okay. No, see, that's even too, uh, that's too disturbing. How about, uh, how about you, you get to, uh, live with Carlene for a week? Um, yeah, no, I'm going to pass on that also. That doesn't sound like a good idea. Okay. It sounds like something you're trying to escape by getting Morgan, oh, no. by getting Morgan Fairchild in the movie as your wife. Oh. Oh, yuck. You'll have to excuse me for a second. <laughs> Why? Um, <laughs> let's just say my hands are wandering. Oh, God! Oh, you, ugh. That's disturbing. Barry, Barry Dworkin, you are uh, a sad man, but I will make this bet with you. And you you are going to stick to this one, though. There's no backing down on this bet. I, I, I didn't back down on the first one. Uh-huh. But yes, I'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. Uh huh. Hey, would you be willing to talk to a caller? Uh, yeah, I sh- yeah, sure, no problem. FMU, you're on the air. Hi, who's this? Uh, this is Tom. This is Peter. Hey, Peter, how are you? Peter Tork. Peter Tork? Uh, yes. How from, are you, Tom? From the Buggies? Yes. No, this is not Peter Tork. I would like to speak to this man you're talking to on the phone. Well, That's not Peter Tork. Wait, I, I had to let that guy go. Wait, if he is Peter Tork, I want him to say what his real last name is, because that, that would be the uh, 
That would be the giveaway. giveaway. Well, I hung up on him. Do you know what Peter Tork's real last name is? Torkelson? That's right. Are you a big Monkees fan? Oh, yeah. You know, I once stole Mike Nesbitt's hat. You once stole his hat. Where did you steal his hat? Um, I, I was out in California. Yeah. And I was at a supermarket. Uh-huh. And he was he was uh, checking out, and I just ran past, and I, and I grabbed the hat. It was a cowboy hat. It wasn't that wolf, that wolf uh, crap. Okay, wolf crap. that's completely... You just are making me dread you more and more. FMU, you're on the air. Hey. Hey. It's Larry again. Who? Larry, remember you hung up on me? What's that? Oh, yeah, I hung up on you. You mean like I just did again? Hey, um, Barry, I think I'm going to let you go. Okay, it sounds like everybody hates you. Yeah, uh, no... Somebody wants to... We have one more call. Okay, make I it know. quick. I'm sorry. I just, uh... FMU, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. It's Peter again. Yeah? This guy is fake. Peter... That's not Peter Torque. Maybe it was. What if, what if you let him call back and, and we ask him some some special questions that only the real Peter Tork would So know? you'd want to ask him some monkey's questions? Uh, sure. To prove that he's not Peter Tork? Yeah. So, okay, if that guy's... Let him, list... let him call back as long as he don't use no, no cuss words. Uh-huh. What do you think? All right, Peter Tork, if you're listening, uh, we hung up on you. You can call up again, and we'll ask you some monkey's questions. Okay, as we're waiting. Peter Tork. This is exciting. Barry Dworkin. I mean, who would, who would have thought that you'd have two legends on at the same time? Yeah, I would say two frauds at no the same way. time. Yeah. Okay, I think this is him again. FMU, you're on the air. Tom. Yeah. I'm staying in Livingston, New Jersey. Yeah? It's Peter. Yeah, Peter. I'm going to give you my home phone off the air. You call me back. You're on the air right now, buddy. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. Sorry. Peter? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Who played drums on most of the Bucky's recordings? Yeah, God, it could have been Hal Blaine. I don't know. Well, you I know was, that... I was busy with Janis Joplin. Doing what? Making love to her. Oh, I don't like where that's going at all. Like he hung, I hung up on him again. Oh, why? Oh, I still Third have more questions for him. Third you know, time's he, the charm. I'm sorry. He was actually correct. How Blade did play on a, a, a lot of those records. So maybe that was Peter Tork. But he did he leave you his phone number? Did he give you the phone number, Matt? He can call up Matt and give Matt the phone number. Well, here's the deal, Peter. If you're still listening, I want you to to be in my band. You're at, you're extending an offer to Peter Tork to join the gas station. That's dogs. right. I know he plays the bass, and uh -huh. I would also know if he could drive. Yeah. Well, you know, if he wants to call back, you want to extend the offer to him. Let's That's see if right. he calls back. I, I think it's a logical progression for him from a monkey to a dog. Uh huh. Hey, I'll put him on the air, Matt. Are you getting his number? Yeah. I have a question for him. 
have a, I have another question for him. Okay. This is very exciting as it actually is. FMU, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Peter. Um, I want to talk to Tom. Okay, well, Barry has a question for you. Go ahead. Peter? Yeah. Who's the bigger scumbag, Steven Stills or David Crosby? Mickey Dolenz. Oh, my God. That was a real answer, you know, pal. Guess what? Hello? uh, Barry Dworkin has an offer for you, Peter. And? I want you to be at the gas station, dogs. (laughs) <laughs> no chance. I know you play the bass. No, yeah. I know you also play the banjo. But I'm also going to be in Connecticut and Livingston, New Jersey this weekend. Will you have your banjo with you? Uh, yes. I'm playing in Montclair, and you know I like not smoke-filled rooms. Correct? What's the name of your last uh, album? Jeez, uh, Suede Blue Shoes. He's right. Okay. Come on, pal. Hey, Tob. Yeah? I think this is the, the real deal. This is the real Peter Tor. I think it is. <laughs> I live in Connecticut. I live in San Francisco. And Janice was not that good of a lay. So oh, boy. Is, what album did you... What name a Monkey's album you were not on, Peter Torque? Oh, my God. Oh, God. Head... I don't know those answers. I think we just exposed this guy's a no, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is Peter, not Peter is Torque. Peter is here. Do not hang up. Hello? Hello? I'm here. Hey, Peter. Yes? What's your birthday? <laughs> April 22nd. Well, you know, I'm actually sitting in front of a computer right now. All right. As I often do. All right. And uh, it says here, your birthday is February 13th, 1942. Okay, would you like to speak to me? Because he is my cousin. Um, and that, and that, he is now, now here in Connecticut with me. Now I'm confused. So why did you say you were him? Because you guys wouldn't listen to me. Otherwise. Okay, well, we're listening to you now. All right, Peter is my cousin. He's up the street in Jersey City. Can you get him on the phone? Nope. Why not? It's too late. It's too late. He sleeps. He goes to Montclair, then he goes to Livingston. Call him. Wait, your brother sleeps. Oh, whoa. Listen, I can call him. Tom? Yeah? Would you promise to stay on the air? If you got me Peter Torque, yes. Yes. I will call him right now. Absolutely. Um, Give me a secret number for your screener. Okay, I'm going to put you back. Hey, Matt, can you pick up? I'm gonna Matt. You're gonna talk to Matt now. All right. And then we'll. Uh, and this is cool. I'll take you. I'll I'll hang up no. on you so this won't be on the air. But Matt this can give you. This is very cool, Tom. Matt can give you a secret number. Thank you, Tom. Okay. Bye. Well, Jeepers, that was crazy. <laughs> Guess what? What? It's real. Peter Talk is my cousin, and I'm not too cool with him, but. Well, I can imagine you're not cool at all with him after saying that stuff about Janet. Whoa, whoa. That's how hard it is to get through to FMU. And guess what? I'm on the air. <laughs> yes, you are. Hey, can you pick up on 7, Matt? Yeah. Are you trying? Oh, let me try something here. I'm sorry. Let me try this here. Hold on. Actual radio, it's called. <laughs> hey, Tob. Hold on. Tob. Tom, i got to take a squeeze, so I'll, I'll, I'll just listen, okay? Okay. All right, goodbye. Hey, thanks, Barry. Oh, I don't know what is going on.
Well, thank you for listening to Best Show Gems, the best of the best show on WFMU. If you like what you just heard, the full-length program is done each and every Tuesday night from 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen on your radio in the New York, New Jersey area at 91.1 FM or anywhere on the globe at WFMU.org. WFMU.org also has an extensive archiving of all the previous episodes of The Best Show. And you can get more information on the program over at friendsoftom.com. I want to thank a few people, if I could. Martin DeGrell, the producer and compiler of Best Show Gems. Thank you, Martin. Mel Matsuoka, who is the producer of the full-length three-hour Best Show podcast each and every week, and the protector of the Best Show and WFMU archives. Thank you, Mel. John Worcester, obviously, thank you. Associate producer Mike and everybody at WFMU, thank you so much. If you like what you just heard, check out the full-length show. Uh, You can download the podcast or listen live at WFMU.org.